Welcome to the Elevate podcast brought to you by the Registered Master Builders, where we are all about helping you build a better business. We explore the ideas and practices that help us get the best from our businesses, teams, and ourselves. I'm your host, Ryan Castle, along with Dr. Mike Ashby. Each week, we talk to experts, advocates, and business owners in the construction industry to share their knowledge, insights, and experiences to help you build a better business and enjoy a better life. In addition to the podcast, the Registered Master Builders Elevate is also an online learning platform hosting courses, programs, and content that help construction business owners and their staff to build a better business. Now let the business building begin. Hi there, welcome along to the podcast today. Uh, the Breakthrough looked is where we help business leaders to get the very best in three areas from themselves, from their team, and certainly from their business as well. Mike, we recently ran our master event. This is an event where we bring business leaders and their teams along to uh, work on their development. It's very much at a strategy and leadership yep. leadership yep. level. Yep. And we had uh, some pretty fascinating insights of that mm. one, that one, mm. didn't we? We were talking about the uh, the business machine. And it's really around this concept of where people go from when they go through a startup and the different growth stages they they get to. And one of our members, a very insightful man, mm. um, Bob from Intech. Skeptical Bob. Skeptical Bob. Yeah. Skeptical in a good way, but Bob came up with this idea of boringly predictable uh, profit profitability. Mm. Yeah. And it was such a, a great insight and it sounds really boring. You know, it's got the word boring in it and yeah. it sounds boring. Yeah. But it was it was quite insightful and became a bit of a mantra for the session, didn't well, it? Well, it also opened up and one of the great things about mastery is that it opens up some really wonderful conversations. You know, we go in there with content designed to stimulate and provoke, getting people to think about stuff that they just wouldn't think about in the ordinary course of, of the day. Hmm. And we had, you know, material prepared to, to take people through we got onto this whole issue of stages of business and how we move the business to the next level. Genuinely, how we and it was, it was actually quite surprising and very energizing, as you say, and quite a revelation. So we put everything else to one side. We just drilled into what's involved in shifting this business from the kind of endless startup to a growth business that's getting achieving you know twenty percent revenue growth profitably consistently every single year 20% every single year mm. so that's that's a growth company so that was that was it was a great day it was a great couple of days it was it? it was so my during our mastery session we got to talking about some of the challenges that our business leaders are facing mm. could you could you give us some insight well, there? you know they were typical of of business owners everywhere really profits are unreliable you know, mm-hmm. they're almost accidental. People yep. don't, you know, they don't feel like they've got control over them. There's, there's too much drama going on in the business. It's what, you know, it's what you might call a hot mess most of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, we've got a saying in the, in the office, the ragged edge, edge of control is, is where the learning is. Mm-hmm. And there's not even a lot of learning. It just feels like an endless ragged edge of control. So people are always in firefighting mode. Mm-hmm. They're chasing their tails. They're, you know, what we've often called the whirlwind where, you're consumed with what's happening right here, right now. Every day seems to be a new set of problems or the same problem over and over and over again. And it's the same with profitability. You know, we kind of have a great year and then a down year and then an okay year and then a down year. And You know, mm. we don't have that kind of consistency of performance. Mm-hmm. And a lot of business owners know that it's actually about uh, where things go wrong is that people don't follow the process. And that's because they don't have 
a culture of process management. Mm -hmm. So they're the challenges that people have. I've got these systems. I think I've got these systems. At least I would have these systems if I had enough time, if I wasn't so busy fighting fires and chasing my Mm -hmm. tail, which is quite difficult to do at the same time. Um, You know, I would have these systems. Or they don't have a product that lends itself to that. Mm -hmm. But they're not they're not mm. machines. Mm. They are artistic creations that who knows what it's going to look like tomorrow. Absolutely. And at our master event, one of the owners was saying our profit fluctuates like a hundred thousand positive negative mm. every month mm. and we never really quite know where it's going to be. Mm. And that's mm. a that's a tough way to run a business for yeah. very challenging around cash oh, flow, yeah. uh, very hard when you're leading a team and you, things are up and down all the all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, look, I love the other the other description that uh, one guy when we said, you know, Where's your company at? What's your company like? And one guy very sadly said, it's like a year three apprentice. All, all, all they care about is beer and cars. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of, you know, it's such a, such a story about this is not a machine. This yes. is just an adolescent. Yeah. 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 And I recall one of our members also called Mike. Great name, yep. of course. And Mike had this hotbed of, of mess I think in all sorts of areas he had mm. it in his, in his personal life mm. in the sense that he wasn't clear on any of the things that he was trying to achieve personally or in, in um, his own life and then he was a you know what we'd call a pioneer he had no shortage yeah. of ideas yeah. Yeah. and he had one of his ideas was was the idea that could really go you know almost galactic for him yeah it was the one that it was a rentals based business it had the ability to deliver consistent revenue mm. it had serious growth opportunity mm. but he was so busy running around trying to put almost fingers in the dam of the other good ideas that he'd had yeah. that he wasn't getting to that it wasn't wasn't taking off mm. and and it wasn't helping yeah once he got back to some focus with our help, mm-hmm. helped him mm-hmm. identify really where it was that could be done and he could actually build some process and some cons- consistency around that business, yeah, things really took off for him. Yeah. Yeah. And in a way, it's the journey from entrepreneur to manager. Yes. You know, we're very attached to the idea of entrepreneur, but and we think of management as being boring, mm-hmm. but that's the boringly, consistently profitable piece. So in a way... You know, shifting from being a kind of an entrepreneur, business owner, founder, etc., to becoming genuinely a managing director mm-hmm. with the emphasis on the managing, that's a really critical part of the journey, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is. So I think in the old world, we we think about almost this, we're romanticized the about the idea yeah, yeah, of yeah. this like, oh, we're entrepreneurs and mm. everything's changing every day and it's all brand new. And it's actually a load of bollocks yeah, yeah, in yeah. my view. You know, yeah. it kind of it kind of sounds cool, yeah. but in terms of delivering a consistent business, not very not very good. So we keep talking about how agile we are mm. and how we jump from growth things. is chaotic. And it's yeah, kind of we're always drama. zigging and zigging and zagging yeah. across all yeah. these different different things that are that are going on. And whilst it ro- sounds romantic, the reality no. is not not so much. And, and the outcomes are not romantic either. And the <laughs> no. outcomes are. Huge amounts of adrenaline, which we get addicted to and go charging around, kind of, you know, reinventing wheels, putting out fires, just noise and drama, the hot mess, right? Mm-hmm. The hot mess. And the new world, you know, the different way of thinking about that is it's the startups that are chaotic. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're in chaos, you're a startup. Growth companies are boring. Boring in the sense of they are predictable, they are consistent, they are effective. They are like a champion team, Yes, you know? Champion team. Sometimes people say of a team like the All Blacks, oh, it's, it's, you know, they're, they're, they're winning so much, it's boring. <laughs> Do you know what? Those fans are hard to please. Oh, 
because if please. they uh, on the odd occasion they yeah. lose it's like a national yeah. disaster yeah and then they win too much and people are complaining that you're boring and the reason they win so often that any champion team wins so often is because they've worked out their method you know what's their game plan and they deliver on that game plan consistently rigorously they don't get distracted they don't get knocked off the, you know when when people like teams like the all blacks lose it's because an opposition has been able to knock them off their game plan so boring is in boring predictable managed effective efficient that's in yep and not constantly every day having to do the oh is this a good idea should we yeah. do this shouldn't we yeah. you know what will we go it's like actually knowing what you're going to do each day each yeah. week each month and going out and executing it with with perfection you need to go through that startup mode you do and there you know that's the phase isn't yep. it what does that phase look like Look, I think at the start, you're really trying to figure out what's going to work. Mm. So you do mm. tend to explore a lot of ideas. You're really trying to figure out what's the right product or service, uh, what's the right customer segments we should be uh, doing this with, who should we be partnering with, who are our suppliers, yeah, uh, what team do we need on on board, because mm. you often don't know that at the, mm. at the startup stage either. So you're really trying to figure out that piece. You're going, what's my marketing strategy? Mm. How do I connect with the people that I want to be want to be selling to? Mm. So you you're, you've got a huge number of unknowns and you're almost trying to go through and fill in the boxes of going, oh, we could do it that way, we could do it that way and kind of get it get it sorted. We're looking for the method. We are looking for the method. For the yep. method. We, we get distracted in that startup mm -hmm. zone because every dollar looks like a good dollar. Yeah. yeah? yeah. And we, we end up taking risks because we have to at that stage because yes. we haven't got a known bit yet yes. so we tend to be putting a dollar here and a dollar there and that is part of the startup mm. startup phase mm. but it's not how you grow a business no no yeah. and and the key thing in that boundary is you we've got to we you know and you can be in startup for a long time in fact I look at businesses and they've actually been in startup for 30 years we've mm. been in startup for a mm -hmm. long time mm -hmm. but the key to getting that next level is that what are the characteristics of a growth company, a company that's growing 20%, profitably growing 20% a year? It's systems, it's processes, it's policies, it's having standard operating procedures, it's being focused on efficiency. It's not entrepreneurial, it's about management. They're not zigging and zagging and chasing because they don't have any fires to put out anymore because they have already done the, worked out how to prevent fires from breaking out. They're just working on consistent, superior execution of core processes, mm -hmm. just like a champion team. So I guess the, the trick in that stuff is you've, you've got to do that startup stuff to find the product, to find the method. And, and it doesn't kind of stop until you find the method mm -hmm. because all the other ways don't quite work. They work for a little time and, and they work, they're occasionally profitable, but they don't give you that consistency. So when you find the method, you've got to lock in on it. You've got to really focus on that, simplify it, and then practice it boringly, consistently. Mm -hmm. You know, the great teams, they have a game plan. They know exactly, you know, Steve Hansen talked about the All Blacks. He, he said, our job is to make things totally simple so that when the players are in the moment, mm -hmm. they don't have to think about it. They know exactly yep. what to do and how to do it. Mm -hmm. So... Focus, simplicity, focus, simplify, and practice, 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 yep. practice, practice. Yeah, I think that that's a great framework. Focus, you know, what is yep. going to work for us. Yeah. 
make it really simple so yeah. not only you as the owner or you as the leaders mm-hmm. in the senior team can can follow it but uh, someone in that team and then even more importantly someone joining the team yeah. Yeah. has a really clear understanding of what's required to be done yeah. you don't have this uh, situation where someone departs and all the knowledge of how something yeah. done walks out the door even better really bring it back even in. better that knowledge is actually on a on a hard drive or in the cloud actually you know yeah. it's it's yeah. It's automated. Yep. That's the ultimate in being able to kind of do the practice is because it's automated. Yeah. So if we were to put a, a number on what good profitability would look like, profitable growth, you know, each each year, what what should a growth company be thinking about? Oh, I think I think anything above twenty percent revenue growth that and it would delivering profit each of those years. So twenty mm-hmm. percent profitable growth. I think that's a that's in fact technically that's called a high growth company. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound like much, yeah. but every year, you know, mm-hmm. within five years, it's doubled the business yep. and, and consistently yeah. profitable as well. Yeah. And look, people, uh, please don't get sideswiped by what we refer to as business porn. The scenario where yeah. we, you know, we pick up the latest uh, business news and we see that WhatsApp's being bought for billions of dollars and suddenly we're thinking... On 27 um, cents revenue. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah. We're talking about how most of the world operates in a business economic sense. You're, if you're achieving 20% growth oh. year on year, the compounding factor of that, you have got a seriously high growth growth company yeah. yep. and of course the the trick is to do it profitably yeah and one that's really valuable you know we were just uh, doing a piece on on kind of the creating the sellable business and and, and that's exactly what it's about it mm-hmm. is creating those methods that focus that simplicity that practice and and that growth you know that that track record of growth so look, how did, how did this apply to us? We've been through uh, an experience of this uh, quite recently. Uh, we've developed a new product called the Active Management Program. We'd been through uh, the startup phase and really yeah, that, yeah. that product. It, it wasn't a product. It was a slightly different part of the market that we'd t- traditionally dealt with. And we had to go through that. We had mm-hmm. to figure out what was the product, how is it going to address the needs of the of the market? Because if your product's a great product, but it doesn't address the need in market, not much point. Nope. Uh, we had to figure out what was the technology we could use to deliver mm-hmm. that. It's mm-hmm. blended learning. So there's uh, technology platforms that go mm-hmm. along the in-pers- with the in-person experience. And then we had this piece we had to figure out was... It was really successful for us straight away, yep. and we immediately ran out of capacity. Immediately, we could not deliver deliver to the number of people that wanted it. So we had to go out and, and figure out how to build a partner channel. Yeah, yeah. And that has taken a lot of time, effort, and consistency around mm-hmm. doing that. But it was about getting the little things, the little things right. It was. It was also about what we stopped doing. You know, we made the agreement at a board meeting within a few months of starting. We thought, oh, yeah, this is it. You know, this has got momentum. This is going somewhere. And and one of the things that we've had to do, we did it then, we've done it again and again and again and again. We've had to stop doing the exciting little things. Mm-hmm. And you and I have both had conversations where we've said, hmm, sounds good, which is shorthand for good, not great. Yep. Correct. And the enemy of the great idea mm-hmm. is the good idea. Mm-hmm. So we've had to hold each other to account around, yeah, that could work. And, you know, I'm I'm in the pioneer mode. I like shiny new things, right? He does. I do. I do. I like shiny new things. So, you know, I have to kind of restrain myself. I've, I've got this plan for um, China. Did we, mm-hmm. Have I talked? You have. I have. But I've stopped talking about that, haven't I? I haven't I mentioned it for weeks now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Reasonably good. Yeah. Reasonably contained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So, you know, sometimes we've got to actually put those, no, to get the growth, you absolutely have to put those things aside. And then you've got to do, we've got to do the grind, I call it. And this is where, so I was out on a, went fishing a few weeks ago with a few mates, uh, 300 metres out, White Island, wonderful fishing. Uh, we were looking for... Um, 300 metres out or 300 deep? Th- Yes. Out far enough to be that's, 300 metres deep. That's probably why I've never caught that many big fish. Always yeah. too close to yeah, shore. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, long way out, 300 yeah. metres deep. And we were looking for um, blue nose, big, big fish. You go down 300 metres, there's a lot of fish down there. Most of them were not blue nose. Most of them were gem fish. Mm-hmm. And they actually only taste good smoked, but they do taste good smoked. So when you're winding them up from 300 metres, obviously the sinker is very heavy to get to the bottom. These fish, seriously, mm-hmm. uh, without you know, mm-hmm. you know, they they're big, they're big, and they're heavy. And at that dist- at that depth, they're really heavy. And all you can do is grind. There's no other way but to grind and grind yeah. and yeah. grind. And it's a slow mm-hmm. process. And sometimes that's what you've got to do with these with with your method, is do the hard work. Focus on the one big thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Focus on the one big thing. Mm-hmm. In our case, that product with the channel, because yes. those that's the magic. Yes, that's the magic source. And then do everything that we need to do at every little detailed level mm-hmm. to make this product outstanding. No, no holes, no flaws, yep. no kind of you know users going. Oh, how does that work? You know, taking care of the the um, the channel with with much love and care, and then taking care of the technology piece as well. Mm-hmm. So unless, of course. And this is the really cool part. As the organizer of the trip, I got the E, the E rod, right? The electronic, the electric reel. So actually, while all the guys were grinding around next to me, I just pushed the button. But hey, and that's what we want to do with our business, that's what right? We're going to do we're, with our business. We're going to have to do some manual grind to figure out what the process is, get it, get it going, and then we can figure out how do we make that uh, more effective and efficient yeah. in our business. And it might be about being able to automate it. Automation. It might be about being an outsource part of that. Yeah. Part of that. Yeah. It might be about training someone in the business. I tried to get, it to done. get somebody to reel up my. Own. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that didn't. Didn't work. Didn't work. Yeah. Do, do that. Do mine as well as theirs. Yeah. That didn't work. Okay. But because I'd organised it, because I was the founder, mm. hey, I got, the, should, yeah, uh, we've I got, got the hot rod. We've uh, got a fantastic module on delegation. You should, uh, you should do it. I've, you don't um, think it would work? I, I don't need no. any lessons on delegation. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You're a master. You're a master. I am. You're a master. So just to just to recap, yeah. um, if we were going to uh, approaching finding this method in our, yeah. in our business, what would we? What would be the steps we oh, take? Oh well, you, you know, you when you get that sniff of momentum, you get that sniff yes. of momentum, and and we. I can't actually tell you what that looks like. It's about mm. the right product, mm-hmm. and so you got to keep experimenting until you find the product that works. It's about the right channel. Can, can I say yeah. I think the piece that where I recognised we were onto a very good thing, and and that it was worth putting the time and effort to make it yeah. scalable, yeah. Uh, was talking to customers in yeah. market. Yeah, the feedback from customers, and when yeah. customers go, I want that yeah. without a lot of selling involved. When you've just well, you had that I, experience, didn't you? I totally did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Went to somebody you hadn't even met. Correct. Yeah. Never met before. First time engagement. I essentially we had a discussion around the challenges that mm. manage mm. managers and training managers presents, and uh, within you know a fifteen minute conversation, he was like, "I'm not quite sure what it is that you've got to sell, but I want to buy oh, it." I want to, yeah, that's right. And so that's I think right. there was. You know, compared to other yeah. sales conversations we've been involved in, yeah. where you know it's, it feels more like hard work to get mm. people to the to the mm. line. This was this was a so a we had a value data. proposition that there was clear demand for. Yes, and then very quickly we also found that the minute people started on this thing, 
they were away. And the feedback from customers who were using has just been mm-hmm. consistently yeah. superb. You just go, every time you hear that, you know, um, one of our coaches called me yesterday to tell me about a guy who he'd sort of gone off track from the active mode. So he was going back to the start of the program and going to do it all again. Right. And this was a guy who has had a lot of challenges, a lot of learning challenges. He's a first time manager. And, and our guy is just uh, just stunned and humbled by this, this fellow's um, approach and how much value it's mm. changing his life, which is... So mm. when you get that stuff, you go, okay, we're onto something. We're validating here. We're that's validated. That's, that's, that's right. Yep. Market validation. Mm-hmm. We've validated it. The next bit is to what do we stop doing? What do we let go of? Because as we, you know, as we constantly talk about, this needs to be our primary mm-hmm. focus, you know, that we've got this offer, we need to isolate it, we need to find the right channel, and I think we've done mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Then we need to simplify, stop selling the other stuff. Yes. Start really just focusing on this. And I think the other part of that is, is um, actually, and this is a little note to self, stop innovating. Just stick with what we've got for a while, refine it, perfect it, practice, 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 rather than going on to the next thing. Yeah, admittedly, I'm already having to think, you know, we're working on uh, AMP2, but, you know, that little product I talked about before, the, the turning something into a... Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. No, no. Not doing that. Not, not doing, doing that. And this is one of the challenges for business leaders. They tend to be, they're often pioneer type uh, yeah. people. They like ideas. They do like uh, shiny, shiny, new shiny new things. Yeah. The... Self-discipline of success mm. for business owners mm. is to go. Let's let's create a method. Let's create a process. Let's mm. make this repeatable, mm. and with the result being highly predictable or boringly predictable profitability. Boringly predictable profitability. Which wouldn't that be good? Absolutely. Mm. I don't. I don't know. Uh, well, we we discussed this again with our mastery clients, and we said whilst it doesn't sound very sexy to achieve that, yeah. who in the room would like it? Every single yeah, hand in the auditorium was, yeah. was up yeah, and, uh, yeah, and going. Yeah. And so. excited about it. Excited about boring. It's yeah. really cool. Okay. So if we were to talk about the what we should do and yeah. shouldn't do about this, yeah. I know um, some of the, the things we should do is we should um, divorce ourselves from the from the business. Yeah, depersonalize it. Yeah. It's kind of, this is not, this is not uh, an extension of ourselves. This is actually an investment.